0: All right, let me ask you this. Is, is there anything off limits I can't ask you about?
1: No. You, what? No. Do you, you
0: have any idea who you're talking to?
1: I di- Well, I'm about to find out.
0: <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Welcome to the Grid Podcast. Welcome to the Grit Podcast, the podcast that motivates and encourages you to become the real man you're destined to be. We're casting live in the rugged Northwest, just east of the trailblazing city of Portland. So let's get locked and loaded, because it's time to get gritty with it. Here's your host and lead grit man, Jamie Worley.
0: I've been known, I've been known to get a little gritty with it. You heard uh, Will Smith say, getting jiggy, jiggy with, with it? it? Yeah, Gritty with it. Yeah. I get yeah, it. He gets, He gets he gets gritty with it, I get, No. He, Will Smith gets jiggy with it. He does. Yeah. And I get gritty with it.
1: If I could have lunch with one famous person, I think he would be it. Really? I mean, I'm, I get to do this with you today. Yeah. And you're kind of famous.
0: Well, he's a close second, no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're, this, this, without a doubt, is a bucket list thing for you today.
1: Oh, 100%. Exactly. I've never been on a podcast before.
0: You've never been on a podcast? How is it that you've never been on a podcast? Jamie, you're my
1: first. Gosh, (laughs) It's been a while since you've heard that.
0: (laughs) This is going to be a good podcast. There are a couple things I do want to talk to you about today. And one of those is how you have, um, and I I think actually, I, I actually think your husband Ryan would agree with me. But you and your husband, Ryan, who was tagging along, and I don't think that – is your, is your phone really on in the middle of a podcast? Are you serious?
1: Didn't I tell you you're my first? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, things are bound to go wrong. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I turned it off. Did you, though? I
1: did. Okay.
0: Well, okay. I understand the interruption because you do not want me to talk about what I'm about to talk about.
1: Okay. Light on me.
0: Isn't it true? I wish I had a poly- polygrapher here, some something to hook you up with because I know that you're going to lie to me. Um, isn't it true that the chamber had a golf tournament uh was it Persimmon, right? Correct. It was at Persimmon and you had along with your husband a putting contest. Yeah, was, because this is, like we're going to talk about how much money ago. you stole from me.
1: Um what how do we say Oh, set I it remember. Up? You tell me. I remember. Everybody was a winner in some way.
0: Do not start with participation trophies with me. (laughs) You know what? And it's ironic to me that you run a gym. Like you own Snap Fitness in Gresham. Mm -hmm. And you're about to have another location. You're about to own two gyms. And by the way, the Rachel lady that works for you, she tortures people for money. I don't know if you know that. But that's what she does. I've seen it myself. I've heard the screams. Okay. From her P90X Live. Yes. The, mm-hmm. Yes. That group fitness thing she has, a P90X. I've done P90X. It actually works. It does. It's, it's a good program. Let You're trying to distract me. I'm not. Okay. You're trying to distract me from the whole golf you tournament. You were
1: talking about Rachel, my club manager who teaches P90X live and how she destroys okay. people. Okay.
0: Fair. Fair. I did bring that up. <laughs> he, here's the thing though. At the Persimmon Chamber Golf Tournament, It was $20 a putt, okay, and it wasn't some little putt. It was like 50 yards for a putt. Okay, I'm exaggerating just a little. It was a good 25-yard putt, $20 a putt, Mm -hmm. and I think I spent $60. You did. I spent $60 because I'm a pretty good putter. However, I could tell after I lost $60 on your contest not your husband's, Ryan, poor Ryan was dragged along for this. (laughs) I could tell because he was the one down by the pen watching my balls go right by, just like that.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And he looked at me with puppy dog eyes. He felt sorry for me. And I looked at you, and you didn't feel sorry for me at all. (laughs) You know what you were doing?
1: Counting the dollars. You You were
0: counting the 320s that I gave, and uh, you took my money, and I, I think I'm pretty sure it was rigged, And I bet, I bet I could get Ryan on here to agree with me.
1: I guarantee you he will never agree to that. We brought our own putters and balls out and we shot all over the putting green and decided, tried to decide how we could make it the most difficult putt in the entire world.
0: (laughs) Okay, translation. How can we get the most money out of people with giving nothing away, right? Thanks
1: for a good cause, right? All of the money that people paid for their putts was donated to the Chamber of Commerce, the Gresham Chamber of Commerce, which, by the way, has had a huge role in helping me build my business.
0: All right. Well, look, let's move on. That okay. was complaint number one. That's <laughs> not the answer I was looking for. And for it's very end, disappointing yeah. to hear that Ryan will not be on board with this.
1: Uh, next well, at least
0: year, with my side of things
1: next year we could co-sponsor the putting competition
0: oh okay so next year we could rob people together
1: Exact i love having a partner in crime <laughs> you're
0: terrible why not you're terrible and i'm glad i am so glad that the grip podcast is the one podcast out here to expose people just like you
1: <laughs> i'm i'm guilty of raising money for a cause
0: well, I don't know if you raised anything. You took.
1: Taking you took money.
0: my money. And then again, I, I, I did kind of voluntarily give you $60. There
1: were a lot of people but I, that you didn't know, want to pay it. Really? Yeah.
0: Well, it's $20 for one ball.
1: We gave you three tries.
0: Oh, that's right. It was three tries per $20. Mm-hmm. So I had nine tries. <laughs> oh. I had nine tries and I still missed.
1: But what'd you walk That's away That's kind of my fault then, is What'd you walk away with, Jamie?
0: Oh, I walked away with, uh, wait, 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 don't tell me. I walked away with uh You better get snap. it right. Wait, 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 wait. I walked You're away with yep. Snapstick.
1: Close. Snap Chap.
0: Snap Chap. <laughs> Why don't you t- tell our viewers what Snap Chap is?
1: It's uh, Snap Fitness branded Chapstick. Oh, my God. SPF 15 and coconut vanilla flavor.
0: It, it is good. Yeah. It, it tastes it, well. I didn't eat it, but I, it, 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 <laughs> <laughs> what am I trying to say? It, it didn't taste good, but you, when you smell it, you kind of yeah. taste. It, it was really good. Mm-hmm. And it was a small consolation and aesthetic for the pain I was feeling for losing $60. Yeah. Well, or having it taken it was more. I was, I was pressured for your donation. You pressured me.
1: I felt like you deserved something a little bit more so I brought you something today.
0: You brought me something. What what did yeah. you you bring People bring me gifts when they come on here. I was hoping this you would bring best. me I was secretly hoping you would bring me That's a the gift.
1: Best. What is it? It's your your own personal snap fitness t-shirt.
0: Oh wow. But look. Is that for me what's on the back? Oh. What's on the back? For the love of fitness. You know I do for love, the love fitness. Of fitness. I do love I I do work out.
1: Yeah. It might
0: have we don't. It. We probably shouldn't say where I work out because nope. it's not at Snap Fitness. But that, okay.
1: It better be after this.
0: I know. I know. Um, yeah. So, here's what you need. You put a basketball court in. I'm there. I'm oh. al- I'm almost there anyway because you know why? Because I have hurt my hip playing golf at your tournament, by the way. <laughs> and then there was another one uh, in Aurora at the Langford Farms or something like that. Langdon. Langdon Farms. Yeah. And I did something to my hip. I'm pretty think, I pretty much think my basketball days are over. Really and if that yeah, if and I'm being completely serious, if that is the case, then uh Snap Fitness is exactly where I'm going because yeah,
1: there's no basketball court.
0: There's no basketball court. And which we have an in house chiropractor. And you have what?
1: An in house chiropractor. Do you really? Yeah. Who is that? Dr. Ryan Laughlin.
0: Well, he, he's been at the chamber, hasn't he?
1: Yeah.
0: I know who that guy is. Mm-hmm. You have an in-house chiropractor. I don't know what to think about that. Does that mean you're putting people in traction after they <laughs> deal with Rachel?
1: <laughs> That's what's going on. I didn't say it, Rachel. He did.
0: Yeah, Rachel Salswittle. Yep. Did I say it right? Yes. Salswittle.
1: Yeah. A lot of people murder her last name.
0: They do, but I'm not one of those. Good. Now, in all fairness, I've seen her murder other people in your gym. She and Apparently, you stand for it.
1: This is why I hired her. <laughs> One of
0: the many reasons. She's awesome. You know, she, um, so I was having some problem areas about losing weight and things and and I went in and she just sat down with me and talked with Mm me and she gave me some just very simple pointers and I was able to really, I mean, really turn it around. I started dropping weight like that. Little did I know I was doing something wrong in my diet and she tweaked it just a little. Just a little. It's amazing what you don't know. And it doesn't always mean you need a complete overhaul to lose weight or to get Mm -hmm. in shape. Sometimes it's just a little tweak. Sometimes it is an overhaul. Sure. But sometimes it's just a little tweak. But if you don't know what that is, you you can't possibly make those improvements.
1: What's the definition of insanity?
0: Doing the same thing over and over, expecting different results.
1: That's what you were doing. You were were living that.
0: I am insane in the membrane. (laughs) Insane in the brain. Uh, so I got to ask you. You're you're a fitness nut. Uh, you look great. You're always in shape. You're always in the gym, et cetera.
1: Thanks.
0: Let me let me ask you this. People out there want to know. <laughs> Everybody wants to know. <laughs> okay. What is your favorite cheat meal?
1: Do I have to pick one?
0: No, no. Uh, what? Uh, give me your top three cheat meals.
1: Okay. Everything's sweet.
0: What do you mean by that?
1: <laughs> if you put a dessert in you front mean? of me, I can't say no.
0: Really? Yes. What's your favorite dessert? Like um, one of them?
1: Cheesecake with raspberry sauce and chocolate drizzle. Oh my gosh,
0: that is delicious. Okay, anything sweet? What else? What's your um, number two cheat meal? Like a meal, not like a dessert, but like a like like real food. What is it? Pizza. Pizza. Uh, who's pizza? Can you say? You want to sponsor somebody today?
1: <laughs> so Snap a-
0: Fitness here are sponsoring well, a fatty pizza place. I mean,
1: one of them is there's they have a location right here in Gresham is a little place called Flying Pie.
0: Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. yummy, yummy.
1: so they are their original location down on Stark. yeah. Um, my husband took me there on a date. Actually. Really? Yeah.
0: Before you guys were married? Yeah. it's been around that long. It has. You guys have been married for how long?
1: 30 lovely, blissful years. 30.
0: You have the we biggest our... eaten smile on <laughs> your face right now. I do not believe you because I don't know of a marriage that is
1: <laughs> like
0: that. Now maybe maybe yours is. Maybe you should talk about that and show us tell I, us all the answer because
1: I should have brought him today because uh he, yeah. he'd be sitting next to me going blissful. Really? <laughs> which day was that? (laughs) Which (laughs) day was that? That one time.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, isn't marriage about, isn't marriage about fortitude and compromise? Mm -hmm. And I think that's really what we're going to talk about today is how, how does a marriage work when, I mean, you are completely, you're married, but you're completely independent in that you are a successful business owner of a gym, and you're getting ready to do another one. You're getting ready to have another one. I see here your story. You, Why did you start Snap Fitness? I, I saw a little bit of your story on Facebook. It says you were 39 and overweight, and you're very unhappy. Yeah. What? So take it from there. What, what happened?
1: I couldn't. Our daughter was like, what, nine years old?
0: Because you didn't wake up one day and say, oh, I'm going to start a gym.
1: No. No, I actually woke up one day and had a little anxiety attack because I was like, oh, shit, I'm so fat. Ryan, how did you let this happen to me? You know?
0: (laughs) Of course. Blame the husband. Yeah, of course.
1: (laughs) And um, I hired a personal trainer Mm -hmm. and um, started working out and learning how to live a more active lifestyle and hone in that nutrition a little bit so that I wasn't just, you know, sitting on the couch having bonbons. Yeah. Not that I ever did that. Yeah. Um
0: Well, how how much did you weigh at that time?
1: Uh about hundred and sixty five pounds. Okay. I'm five foot one.
0: Okay. Okay. That's a little perspective.
1: I was yeah, chubby. You're bunny. healthy.
0: <laughs> you you
1: Some people call it fat and happy, I don't know. What <laughs> in marriage, right? When you get to that point in your relationship
0: That's what like. a husband has to call it. <laughs> like <laughs> What are we supposed to say? <laughs> oh, yeah. Do these jeans make me look do these yoga pants make me look like a sack of potatoes? Um
1: no, but a sack of potatoes. No, they makes look you great, look like sweetheart. It. They look yes. great. You look fantastic no matter what you wear. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So um my trainer, phenomenal. Yeah. We call him we'll call him trainer Travis. Okay. That's because Travis was his name. So oh. um we would talk about our Travis workouts, kinda mm. like the Rachel workouts, right? But um, he taught me so much about how to live an active lifestyle, an active and healthier lifestyle. And when I made those changes, the the weight just started coming off. So um, it inspired me. And I came to one of my sessions with Travis one day, and I was like, hey, I was thinking about changing my career. And he goes, oh, yeah, Kimmy, what do you want to do? He called me Mm -hmm. Kimmy. And uh, I said, Travis, I want to help people like you do. I want to be a trainer. And he stopped what he was doing. He looked at me and he goes, you would absolutely kill it. Travis was right. (laughs) Right? Yeah. (laughs) Little did we know that that was the start of my, so at 39 years, 40 years old, Mm -hmm. I made a career change. By the way, I owned my own business then too. Really? Yeah. I did housekeeping and and new construction cleaning for Mm -hmm. residential.
0: That's Um, tough work. It was a lot That's of
1: hard work. That's real tough
0: work. My wife, my wife cleans houses and medical clinics and things mm-hmm. like that as
1: a business. It's hard work. It is hard yeah. work.
0: It takes its toll, too.
1: It does. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Travis mentored me, Yeah. told me what I needed to do, and I uh, took a job with um, a big box gym for mm-hmm. two and a half years to get a lot of knowledge and experience under my belt, yeah. and uh, and then decided to break away and... That's yeah. when Snap Fitness came into my life.
0: Okay, so when you were when you when you were learning by working for this other gym, uh, were you a personal trainer or were you working front desk? Were I was you doing pers- other things?
1: Certified
2: personal trainer.
1: Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right.
0: How long does that take? Like, what do you have to go through to get be a personal trainer?
1: You know what? It's so easy to do nowadays. Really? Yeah. It's sad.
2: I mean, oh, really? Yeah.
1: Well, there's. So you have different levels of certifications. There are those that are, um, approved and accredited Mm -hmm. really great programs that take months of study time. Um, and cost a lot of money. I didn't want to do that. I'm Mm -hmm. a like get my hands in, get me out on the floor and let me learn as I'm doing it kind of person. Yeah. And so I took a weekend certification course and, um, at the end of that, uh, course on Sunday afternoon we had the option to test I tested I yeah. failed <laughs> then I had to wait 30 days which forced me then to study yeah uh came back 30 days later took the test and passed nice yeah
0: so are they are they just giving those away now pretty much they're just like well yeah. I'll just sign up for it mm-hmm. and we'll tell you the answers to the test Kinda. and
1: I mean I mean it's yeah there are sites out there you can just get online and test yeah and then pay if you pass
0: wow Interesting,
1: and there's a million people doing it. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, I can tell you this: um, I've been around. Uh, I played college basketball, semi-pro football. I've been around really good trainers uh, in the past uh, who know about supplements, A to Z. Mm-hmm.
2: I'll
0: tell you what: that Rachel girl <laughs> that you've got, she knows what she's talking about. She Anybody does. who's been around fitness—I mean, on a serious level—you can pick up pretty. You can pick up pretty quick. When somebody knows their stuff and when they don't. You bet. You've got a good manager. I do. She she does good. I, I, She's I'm the sure. best. Is she? Yep. Yeah.
1: I'm yeah. lucky to have her.
0: So you didn't wake up one day and just say, I just want to, I think I want to be a personal trainer. It really started with somebody helped you
2: mm-hmm.
0: and you loved how well that worked out. And so mm-hmm. you're, you're thinking what, you know, I think I just want to help other people the way I've been helped because was it because of the drastic change that the way you felt from before to now that you were healthy, you saw this big, big... It was the
1: quality of life. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. How was your life better?
1: Um, here's an example. In the wintertime, when we'd take our daughter up to Mount Hood to go sledding, mm-hmm. we'd tube down the hill, and she'd get off her tube, and she'd laugh and be like mom that was so fun let's do it again and i go okay i'll meet you at the top and mm-hmm. up she'd run and i'd you know take a few steps and yeah. stop and catch my breath okay and then take a few steps stop catch my. so
0: yeah that's rough
1: fast forward right i mean everybody wants to be able to play with their kids mm-hmm. and be as active as their kids are yeah and i couldn't do it yeah yeah
0: yeah i was at a. I i was at 254 and I was doing the same thing. I was shooting ball with my son. And um, he just, he was running circles around me, number one. Mm-hmm. I didn't like that. And number two, I was getting winded and my knees were hurting. My back was hurting. It was just a struggle to even want to spend time with him doing sports, even at his level. And he's only he was only in sixth, seventh grade. I just decided enough. Enough. You know, I mean, what does it take for a person to get to the point to where they say enough, and they mean it so deeply. Because I know a lot of people who want to lose weight. They really, genuinely do. They really want to lose weight. They want to go to the gym. They can map it all out. But they just can't peel themselves out of the chair to actually step foot inside. What, what is it that's missing there? With someone who has the want to, is there even an answer for that?
1: I actually think that there is, and I, um, because I've experienced it myself, I think that it has a lot to do with uh, your emotional health mm. as well. Because if you get to a point where you're, uh, you feel so icky mm-hmm. about yourself and physically and emotionally, yeah, it just is like this big heavy weight, right? And yeah, it's, and it's hard to shed those heavy weights. Yeah. So that you can pull yourself off of that chair and walk through the doors of a facility and do what, you know, just, I I like to tell people all the time, like the hardest part is getting here. Yeah, that's right. But once you walk in the door, I guarantee you when you leave, you're going to feel better than when you walked in.
0: You know what? I I have never walked into a gym, worked out, even if it was just a little bit. I was running late today. I went in and I did four sets of chest. That's all I had time for today. Mm -hmm. And I sat sat in the sauna for seven minutes. That's nothing. But you know what? I feel better. You bet. I'll lay my head down at night knowing I did really? something. Yeah. And so I, I know so many people that they think that if they get better physically, then they will feel better emotionally. And I, and yeah, I mean, chicken or the egg, right? Mm-hmm. But they can't get off the chair to get there in the first place. Right. And what I hear you saying is that, look, if that's the case for somebody out there, Focus on being emotionally healthy, then you will have the willpower and the fortitude and the strength to actually get out of the chair yeah. and get to the gym. Yeah. That makes complete sense. I've never really thought about that. Yeah. Which is why you're here.
1: That's why I'm here.
0: That's why you're here. That's why you do what you do. This is why you do what you do.
1: So as a personal trainer, I was helping patients or patients, clients, one on one, right?
0: Before fit Snap?
1: Before when I was just yeah, when I was at Snap Fitness and I was as a personal trainer,
0: oh, oh, so you worked for them first,
1: so I was at the big box gym. oh, and then I transferred to a small snap fitness out in Oregon City. Oh, okay. as a personal trainer. But you're still just so like you're able to help people, but one person at a time, mm-hmm. right? Um, with those one on one training sessions. Yeah. So then you start thinking, how can I have this influence or this effect and and help more? Yeah. Volume.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Own a gym.
0: Own a gym. Brilliant. So how many people do you really want to help?
1: (laughs) How many gyms
0: are in your future, Kim?
1: Well, I mean, we're working on location number two. I know. It's so exciting. It is really exciting. Do you want to hear something that's the coolest part about it? I really do. Yeah. It's all coming full circle because the gym that I'm acquiring right now is the very location of snap where I started in 2014.
2: It is not, <laughs> it is. is it really?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Did you like, did you plan that or did the opportunity just no, come up? Did you say, you know what? Was. I'm going to leave here one day. I'm going to come back and I'm going to come back and get this place. Is that yeah. the way it was? Or it, did it just wasn't, happened. It wasn't. Wow.
1: When I, I said, I'm going to leave here because I'm going to do my own thing. Mm. I don't want to do this for someone else anymore. Right. And, um, had no idea that this opportunity would come back around.
0: Wow. Nothing there. I, I like. There's nothing I like more than a good story.
1: Did I surprise that you? That's a great that? story.
0: Yeah, I had no <laughs> idea. I'm supposed to surprise people on here. Right. That's my job as host. Do you want to be the host?
1: No.
0: Do you want to be the host of the Grit Podcast?
1: I mean, I, I could. I'm pretty confident about. I could probably do it.
0: You, you seem pretty confident about just about everything. I've seen you do. <laughs> Which which brings me to another complaint. Uh oh. <laughs> every every time people every time people come on here, I'm like, I gotta complain about you. The other one is do you remember when now we've hosted a lot of chamber meetings at Snap Fitness? There was one in particular, there was a tug of war contest. Yeah. And uh, somebody, probably you or Rachel, your your um, your torture <laughs> person, uh, put out a big thick rope. And I was on one side uh, with Kirsten Rogers and some other people. And there were a bunch of kids on the other side. These kids literally had no shot whatsoever. And I don't, you know, when I saw that there were kids on the other end of this rope, I thought, something's afoot. Okay. I'm not stupid. Something is afoot. I said, I'm not stupid. Don't look at me like that because I know what you're thinking. Okay. <laughs> I knew something was afoot. And I just watched the video clip and maybe I'll play it. I'll insert it on this podcast okay. where people can watch exactly what happened. But there's a lady named Kirsten Rogers. Do you know her?
1: Oh, very well. Love. Are her you guys day in day.
0: cahoots or do you not? You don't like oh, her? Oh, no, we're great. You don't like her? Oh, come on. You like Kirsten?
1: I love Kirsten. I
0: do too. Gosh, dang it. That's I what makes her. this so hard. This is breaking news, everybody. I
1: love her energy. She does she have a lot of... It she all, does all the time.
0: What, what would Chamber be without that energy that she brings? I don't
1: know.
0: You know, I mean, she does bring a lot of energy. Nonetheless, uh, she's a cheater as well. And so <laughs> she's on my team. We start pulling. These kids are just losing traction by the by the second. But we're not making any headway. And I'm going, what is going on? And it wasn't until I checked the footage afterwards that I could see exactly what had happened.
1: I think I know where you're going
0: with this. Yeah, you do, don't you? Because you put her up to it. I have no doubts that this was your idea completely. (laughs) After seeing what and experiencing the golf tournament, I have no doubt whatsoever. Kirsten was supposed to be behind me pulling as the anchor. I thought it was interesting that she was placed as the anchor. Usually it's the big dude. Yeah. That's me. Yeah. After checking the footage, the official replay, which is on basically your Mm-hmm. Uh Facebook page Yeah, we were pulling and she was behind us pushing what she was pushing us that's right she was pushing us in the back we were pulling and the reason we weren't making any headway going that way is because she was back or going this way pulling she was behind me pushing me <laughs> and the rest of us
1: okay but didn't your team win no come on
0: I don't think our team won, which is why no, we. I don't think so, which is why I am real sore about it. I am not a good loser. Okay, I am not a sore loser, but I am not a good one either. anybody who doesn't anybody who does not hate losing, I can't. I I can't uh, spend any time with. We don't mesh.
1: I so I am remembering this slightly different because if so, let's back up a minute. Okay. We had that tug of war as a means to give to donate it the charity of choice for each team now if kirsten was on your team as you stated pushing on your back she was kirsten's team won and i donated to the charity for the shirt that she was wearing that day so you're feeding me so full you, of, so you, full of shit.
0: no 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 <laughs> You are so full of these tactics that you spin them. Oh, it's for charity that we pushed you in the back over the cliff and took your money.
1: It It went to a good cause. It did. It went to the canine cavalry.
0: Okay. Okay. I'm down with that. But (laughs) gosh.
1: Are you sure? Let's, you know what? We got to, you got to play the footage. I'm going to
0: play the footage.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. We're going to play the footage and we'll, we'll let the viewers decide. Here's the deal. If you're watching this or listening to it, the only way you're going to see the clip is to watch this podcast. Comment down below who actually won. You can't miss it. I'm the big Sasquatch on the right, okay? If our team won, and I don't remember who won, I'm pretty sure I lost because I don't remember wins. I don't remember wins because they happen so often. But I I remember losses. Uh I hate losing. I do too. I hate losing.
1: Which is probably why we're arguing about this right now, because I'm not gonna let you win this conversation. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, thanks for coming on, Kim. We're done for today. Oh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> we we have so much more to talk about. We do. we do. I wonder how much of this podcast I'm actually gonna cut out. I
2: know.
0: The viewers does- wanna know, I'll tell you how much I'm cutting out. None of it. It's all gonna be on because <laughs> why? This is the, the grit. grit. That's right. It is the grit. We're gonna it's just, long that's just today. how we we that's okay. That's all right. People out there listening, my subscribers, they, most of them, they really don't have anything else to do. They really don't.
1: I listen. They'll tell you. I listen while I'm driving.
0: Do you really? Yeah.
1: I, can I appreciate listen. that. I live in Oregon City, so yeah. I, can, I have a good commute. Yeah. Sometime.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, it, it, the interesting thing is this is a men's podcast, but about a third of my subscribers are women. What is that about?
1: Cause You're a woman. Tell us why. Because they're, they're full of grit. <laughs> they grit, are. Grit and vinegar.
0: I bet they are. <laughs> you know, that's not how I heard it. I know. Of course, I grew up in Georgia and Oklahoma. So. <laughs> All right. Let, let, let's get into something a little more serious.
1: All right. Let me get my serious hat. All right.
0: <clears throat> I know, I don't want to say most men, but there's a lot of guys out there, strong men, good men. Who are completely threatened by a woman or let's just say their spouse mm-hmm. who is a strong independent woman? you know when I think of a strong independent woman, I think of somebody like um I think of somebody like thea yes she's a strong independent woman yes
1: she's a rock star I,
0: she is a rock star, I think of people like you, and I have to ask, and I've got to wonder. Because this is a men's podcast, I do want to address this, especially for the guys listening out there. We need to get your perspective on this because if guys knew everything and we didn't need women's opinions, we wouldn't have a grip podcast. You wouldn't. We wouldn't have it. We need you guys. And so I think what we, what I really want our listeners to hear and what I want to learn actually is what kind of man does it take to support a strong, independent woman who is a business owner? Like your husband doesn't run this gym, he doesn't own this gym. This is your thing. How, how does a man support you in a way that he can keep his man card? Because a lot of men don't think that that's kosher for their wives. I don't know if you're the breadwinner in your home. I'm not asking. I'm not trying to get personal. I'm just saying that. How does a guy deal with that? Because guys, we struggle with. Uh, the need for power and control, mm-hmm. uh, not in an abusive way so much, but uh, we have a tendency to do to abuse that. But I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the need to feel like I'm being the man of my home. I'm taking care of my wife. I am providing for my wife.
1: To stroke your ego? Well. Or is it, is that the wrong way I, to think of it? No, I I, I think. I mean, ego, ego is part is what...
0: of it. I think ego is part of it. You know, um, I have a degree in psychology, which means absolutely nothing. But <laughs> I did learn about the um, the id, the ego, and the superego, right? And everybody's got an ego. Everybody yeah. does. And it's kind of the seat of the confidence you have in yourself. Uh, there's, along with a person's identity, comes with duties, every man has a duty. Every woman has a duty. Now, mm-hmm. culture can try to define those things, but in the end, it really comes down to, well, how do you define your duty? How do you define who you are? And what it, you know, what kind of self-confidence do you have? But in your case, you have an incredible sense of self-confidence. I know that you do. You don't own two gyms and not have confidence. You just don't. So that being said, and I'm kind of rambling here because I'm rambling because this is a really difficult issue for guys. How in the world would a guy like me, let's just say very strong, type A, uh, what is it that an independent woman like you who owns your own business is very successful and is getting ready to do another one, what kind of man do you need in your life? That's
2: a good question.
0: Because a lot of men would want to knock you back a little bit Mm -hmm. and say, well, because they feel threatened and jealous that you're doing more than they are. Right. Right,
1: Mm -hmm. or or earning more. Yeah, I mean that's a whole other, you know, yeah, spin on this entire conversation. Um, because some men might feel threatened by a wife or a spouse that earns more than them. Yeah, as well. My husband, on the other hand, like he Ryan says, "How's the club doing? Can I retire yet?" I'm like, I'm getting close, babe. I'm yeah. getting close. Hold your horses. Don't quit your day job. Um
2: He's
0: getting that sugar mama.
1: He is. He is. What's wrong with that. He he, he says <laughs> he jokes now and says he, he's partially retired. <laughs> so we could even if you want to You down to, with that? Yeah. Yeah Because you know what? Ask me who my maintenance man is for the clubs.
0: Who's your maintenance
1: man for the clubs? Brian Hopper. <laughs> My husband. Okay. He's very, very handy with yeah. a hammer and um he uh don't take that wrong. <laughs> I mean take it I didn't how you say want. Anything. Jamie. I take didn't... it how you want. You're not married for thirty years. I didn't say nothing. anything.
0: I didn't say anything. This this is all in your corrupt mind. Okay. okay. Did
1: it. You have no idea what's swirling around <laughs> I... in this corrupt mind, but you might get a little taste of it today.
0: I, I'm 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 getting a peek. Yeah. I'm getting a peek, it's all good.
1: So Ryan's a what kind of man? I mean, he's the kind yeah. of man that um, he has always been the the person in my life, the the rock for me. Mm-hmm. That he provides for the family, and he's an excellent husband and an excellent father. And he allows me to chase my dreams. And so it's hard to define what that means. Yeah. But he knows me and he knows who I am just as maybe better than I know who I am. But I'm pretty sure I know who I am. Yeah. I'm pretty positive about that. But he knows that I'm a butterfly. Yeah. I like to flutter around and I like to um, be around people. And I love to learn about people and hear their stories and help them and and uh lift them up yeah yeah so i think the fitness industry was a perfect fit for that yeah but now i'm going on a sidetrack
0: no 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 it's good uh kind of a follow-up question is do you would you be would you still be doing this at this level if you did not have ryan support like if, if ryan wasn't supportive and he was just really threatened by this, jealous by this. you know what would your response be would you would you say, you know, and I know I know it's really subjective and hypothetical, but would you not do it anymore, or would you press forward? you would, but maybe you know what what does that even look like if he's not supportive? I don't even know what I'm asking other than no, I know I hear, how important it is to have that support
1: at home yeah, so if let's for instance ryan was like nope yeah that's not what i want you to do mm-hmm. i want you to stay home barefoot and pregnant i would have been like well i'm okay with barefoot but no <laughs> um he i think uh here's what i here's what i would have done i would have pressed forward mm-hmm. because i am my own unique individual yeah. and i need to be that all the time, whether you're in a relationship or not, you still need to have your own uniqueness and you need to do what you feel you were put on this earth to do. Yeah. What's your purpose? Yeah. If he wasn't supportive of that, I would have said, hey, I love you. I don't want this to affect our marriage this way. Mm-hmm. Let's find a workaround. Let's work this out together. Yeah. And he would have been like, okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and that's because that's his personality, right? Yeah. He loves you. He wants you to... And he's a
1: people pleaser.
0: He's a people pleaser. That helps. A lot of guys aren't. Right. Right? A lot of guys will just, you know, they'll tighten the screws and say, no, Mm -hmm. absolutely not. And... um,
1: That's not the type of man that I'm attracted to, though. If I were attracted, you know, and he, and and I, uh, I don't think that he would, was ever attracted to the type of woman who wasn't strong and independent. Like Mm -hmm. that was one of the things that he was like, holy crap, who's this hot chick over here that knows what she's doing and Mm -hmm. has all this self-confidence. Yeah, It's my self-confidence that was so attractive to him.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: You know, I think that it's important for men to know that you need to let your wife spread her wings and fly. Because you want the freedom to spread your wings to fly. Absolutely. And I just don't see a difference in a man having the opportunity to fly in withholding his spouse in mm-hmm. making her conform to what he wants her to be mm-hmm. as opposed to what she wants to be. And so I think we can take these traditional values we have, and I'm not against those. I'm not against traditional roles. Right. But I'm also completely for the freedom of every individual to become and to do, especially in business, what they want to do. Mm -hmm. Give it a shot. And I have seen so many women discouraged. I've seen men discouraged too where their wives really put the kibosh on some of their dreams. I've seen it go both ways. So I don't think it's more predominantly one way uh, than another maybe it is I, I haven't done any research on that I've experienced that not with my current marriage mm-hmm. but in the past and the sense of defeat and the sense of being stuck in the sense of just having a lower and lower self-esteem over time it just tends to rot inside of you because like you said and I think you put it very well you have a purpose. You can call it a God given purpose. You can call it uh, a sense of purpose, whatever you want to call it. But everybody has a purpose. And when they're not living that out, when they don't even have the opportunity to live it out because someone's holding them back, it just creates resentment and bitterness. Why would anybody want right. that in a marriage?
1: Who am I to hold anyone back from living their full potential? Yeah. I'm nobody. To, no, to do that, I, I would never want to be in a relationship with someone yeah. who was limiting me. It would it would drive me away. Yeah, if we couldn't figure that out, right? Yeah, wait. I think we should wait. Let's touch on that for a second because when you were talking about how you've been there, mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah. Um, a couple of months ago, I shared some deep kind of important things that had happened in my home with Ryan Mm -hmm. and um all of these years that we've been married and he's been my rock we had this thing this thing happen and and he couldn't be that anymore and and so we had a little bit of a role reversal Mm -hmm. right yeah yeah and uh and I didn't have any idea at that time what he may have been going through as a man yeah and and feeling like he didn't hold any as much value yeah in the relationship,
0: yeah, and because we tend to be human doings instead of understanding that we are also human beings, beings we're yes. both, mm-hmm. but you know, I had somebody tell me once uh pastor guy in uh, Oklahoma, he said, when you know who you are, then you will know what to do. Mm-hmm. So many people try to do things to find out who they are.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: When in fact, what you're doing is simply what you're doing. It's not who you are.
2: Right.
0: And so I'm a firm believer that every human being has intrinsic value, meaning it is built in. You have built in value regardless of what you do. Well, how valuable is a plumber to me today? Not. But if I have a leak.
1: He's your number one. He's my first phone call.
0: Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. But is he worth less because he's a plumber or a garbage guy? Or, and see, so many times, I think men and women both, we will place value on ourselves and we'll equal that to what we do and how society sees what we do. Mm -hmm. And that's not the case. Everyone, everyone, everyone has intrinsic value. And I think when we feel like we don't have much value and we're insecure, we overcompensate by trying to control others.
2: Sure.
0: We can keep, if I can keep you from your dreams, if I can keep you from doing what you want to do and living out your dream, then you will be just like me. Purposeless, lost, and just kind of bumping into life on a daily basis. Yeah,
1: going through the motions.
0: Yeah, and I am so glad you're married to somebody who supports you the way he does.
1: He has. It's, a, uh, it's like. Can amazing. you imagine
0: if he didn't?
1: I've I've honestly never even that's that thought has never crossed my mind. Yeah. Until February, when he lost his job of twenty years. Yeah. And. He had no idea what he was gonna do. Like, yeah. But for the first time in our life together, I sat down with him and I said, "Honey, all these decades you have lifted me up and supported me to go chase my dreams. Yeah. And now we're in a position where, guess what? I get to do that for you. Yeah. It was the coolest thing ever. Yeah. I felt like I finally. Got to repay him in a way. Yeah. So I told him, "What do you want to do?" He was like, "I don't know. I don't know."
0: <laughs> hang out with you at the gym. Right.
1: And I, <laughs> aside from hanging out with me at the gym, no, yeah. you don't get to come interfere in my business. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Because <laughs> I'm too much of a controlaholic.
0: There's got to be boundaries, right?
1: There's got to be boundaries. You can come fix some stuff when I give you a list, but <laughs> don't hang out all day. Yeah. Um. But yeah, chase your dream. Figure it out. Yeah. Let me let me be your rock. Yeah. So that's where we're at now. He's still chasing it. He's still trying to figure out what he wants to do, and that's okay because we're we're good. Yeah, we're solid.
0: So now a third of my subscribers are women, and so um, I'm going to have to start addressing women a little bit here.
1: (laughs) I suppose not just
0: guy caveman talk, (laughs) right? (laughs) You know,
1: Tim Allen. Tim Allen, yeah. Tool (laughs) time.
0: (laughs) Yeah, love that guy. Um, What would you say? What would you say to the woman listening to this that has dreams and visions, but she feels stuck at home? She feels stuck in a role that's important and vital for their family. And, you know, she's not necessarily disagreeing to her role in the family, but she has dreams. Mm -hmm. And she really wants to maybe have a conversation with her husband about, you know, going for it. I mean, you only have one life. We're not here very long. That's true. We're just not here very long. Blink of an eye. Blink of an eye. Everybody deserves that opportunity, but not everybody has the opportunity. What would you say to the woman who just feels stuck at home, wants to g- pursue her dreams, but she's just not sure that her husband's going to either allow it, approve it, or get on board with it? I don't mean to say like the husband is sure. the you know, general of the well, house, some, but, but a lot of, I mean. Sometimes they are. Sometimes they are. Yeah. I know it's a real broad question, but what, what would you say to these ladies?
1: Well, first, let's preface with this, Jamie. Okay. I don't have a degree in psychology. hmm <laughs> So whatever I say doesn't hold a candle to anything.
0: <laughs> Look, I barely graduated, okay? let's.
1: let's <laughs> you know what they say? You don't have to be the top of your class to that's get... Right. To get your degree,
0: <laughs> yeah, my dad, my dad used to always tell me because we hire lawyers. Uh, he said, "What do you call the person who graduates last in medical school?" A doctor. A doctor.
1: <laughs> Still a doctor.
0: Same thing with attorneys, you know.
1: Dentists. Yeah. You name them.
0: Yeah. What, do you, what what would you say to these? What ladies? do
1: I say? I yeah. say. Um,
2: How would you encourage these? Ladies?
1: There's got to be a way. First of all, where there's a will, there's a way.
2: Okay.
0: I Thought it was where there's a will, there's an A. You remember that program, that tutoring program by John Ritter yeah. from Three's Company? John Ritter. Yeah, I, the, my mom bought it. It was like three <laughs> VHS tapes and it was where from there's the a 80s. will, there's an A. Yeah, it was in the 80s and she bought it for me. And uh, I watched it and I just, I, I got, I hated those things. I hated where there's a will there. There's an A because all I saw, I couldn't take him seriously because he's the guy from Three's Company and Mr. Furley and all these people. And remember Mr. Furley? Yeah.
1: And Mr. and Mrs. Roper.
0: Roper. I, did you like the Furleys or the Ropers best? They, Roper was Don, Don Knotts, purposes. right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mr. Furley, Furley was, he was, he was all right, but man, yeah. Don Knotts. There's only one Don Knotts.
1: I heard actually that there's a threes company movie coming out. Oh, good Lord. Can't they,
0: why do they keep ripping stuff off the 80s? Leave us alone. Because the 80s Leave were our the generation best, alone.
1: best. It was the best.
0: It is the best. Can't they come up with their own stuff? No. No, they keep remaking everything. God, make something new. All right, anyway. Okay, let's, so I let's, still g- haven't
1: answered your question.
0: What was the question? The
1: question was, what would I say to those to, to those women?
0: Yeah, what, what would you say to those women?
1: I think surround yourself as much as possible with the type of people that will lift you up. and And then talk when you speak to your husband, speak from your heart, and explain to him how important and what it means to you. Yeah. And what... You're currently doing and how it's pulling you down, weighing you down. Yeah. Any any human being that you're in that relationship, I would think and I would hope. Yeah. That that husband would be like. You're right. Yeah. What can I do, or how do we work through this, or you know maybe it's then that compromise comes in where he's like, okay, well how about I- instead of that, we. Pull it back just a little bit, and you start out by doing something similar but not full throttle. Yeah. And let's see how it goes.
0: Yeah. I would imagine a level of compromise would be good.
1: Yeah, because sometimes you got to tiptoe around things. Yeah. And it's always um, better if you let the husband think that it was his idea.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What was that movie? (laughs) It was uh, My Big Fat Greek Wedding where uh, they said, oh, it's got to be his idea, Mm -hmm. right? It's got to be his idea and they said she goes yes he is the the mom said yeah he's the head of the house but I'm the neck. That's uh, turned right. <laughs> Is that how is that how it works Kim? There was, or is is Ryan the head but you're the neck? Is that is that what we're really talking about here?
1: One of the first houses we owned uh I there was a window in the dining room and I wanted a sliding glass door. Okay. And um So I bought a sliding glass door Yeah. and then I showed him that I bought the sliding glass door and he was not happy that I went and purchased the sliding (laughs) glass door. And uh, one Sunday when he was watching NFL, I went out to his garage and I got his power tools (laughs) and I brought them in and I started acting like I was going to use them, but I was dumbing it down like, Oh, I'm just a girl and I don't know how to use these power tools. (laughs) And he was like, what are you doing? I was like, Well, I was gonna install this sliding glass door, and he's like, Get out of the way. You don't know what you're doing here. Oh my you know, he's gosh. Like
0: <laughs> my wife has done the same thing. And you know what?
1: It works. It works.
0: Yeah. It works. Why does it work? We, we there there's some juju magic voodoo stuff you guys do, and there's little tactics like this. Where do you learn these tactics from? Is this like old you know, great grandma passed yeah. this down.
1: Yeah, it's the book Yeah, of, there's a the, book of secrets. Yeah. Book yeah. of wives, wives secrets. Oh my
0: gosh, it does work. It works. it works.
1: He actually he takes a lot of pride in teaching me how to do a man's job.
0: Oh. <laughs> I love how you just said that. <laughs> a, a man's, man's job. A men's job.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh but then my it kind of bit me in the ass because once I allowed him to teach me those things.
0: He ain't doing it now. now you you know how. No,
1: now he's like he's like you don't need my help. I'm like, but honey, I do. I'm a fragile flower. Oh my god. I don't gosh. know how to do this. He's like, whatever.
0: Yeah, one minute you're independently strong, I own two gyms, the I'm next a minute flower. you're like, oh, I can't do it on my own.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. He, I need him still. Yeah, I you do. I definitely still need him. Do you really for though? A lot of things. So many things. I
0: don't think women need us that much. We do. Do you really? Yeah, you're gonna admit that live, live. on air.
1: One hundred percent. I cannot imagine my life without my spouse.
0: Yeah, well, that's good.
1: Mini me, you complete me. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> just kidding.
0: Well, you know, back to back to being supportive as a husband, having a husband who's supportive. Doesn't that really come down to be careful who you marry? Not some Absolutely. dominant guy who's just gonna yeah. just run over you and. There's one thing for a man to kind of lead his family, which I'm down with. It's another one to dominate it. Mm -hmm. Because when men begin to dominate families, all of a sudden it's almost like a business. And he's the CEO. And I think there's a fine line there because absolute power corrupts absolutely, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's just kind of my viewpoint um, that the, if you want to call it authority or power in the marriage should be held jointly
2: mm-hmm.
0: because there's two individuals involved and there's got to be a level of compromise and self-sacrifice both ways. If Ryan wasn't sacrificing to some degree, you might still be successful, but not happily successful, exactly. right? right. I mean, you're a driven one. You're, you're going to- I'm
1: going to do it whether he approves of it or not. Right. And he knows that. Yeah. And sometimes that's a difficult dynamic.
0: Sure. Right? Nobody said it'd be easy.
1: Right. Nothing worth doing is ever easy. That's right. But um, specifically for him, you know, I mean, I see when he's frustrated with with my independence. Mm-hmm. I see it. Yeah. It doesn't stop me from being that way. Yeah. It softens me a little bit.
0: To what? To like to his concerns or yeah. needs or cares Absolutely. or whatever? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah like, yeah. honey, I'm sorry if I... I was really abrupt with that. Yeah, I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it to come across that way. Or yeah, I mean, yeah. Well,
0: we're we're pretty fragile. fragile, I mean, men
1: fragile flowers.
0: (laughs) Don't ever call us that. Don't ever say that again. Okay, Okay. you'll never come back on here. You probably don't care, but we are not fragile flowers. We're just sensitive sometimes. Okay, sure. We are our egos are fragile as strong as we appear sometimes. And we put ourselves across. We do, we do have a deep desire and need to be affirmed and respected by our wives. And, um, what a lot of guys don't understand is that has to be earned Mm -hmm. just because you're married to, uh, your wife doesn't mean that automatically all of a sudden there's a huge level of respect. Hopefully your wife respects you, but that has to be earned. And if she's not respecting you, chances are you stop trying to earn it. And I think a lot of people think that once they get married, they're like, well, I'm married now. Um, I'm good. I'm good to go. No, you have have to work anymore. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. You have to continue to date your wife. You have to continue to affirm her. You have to continue to care for her. And it's been my experience that when, um, when I sacrifice that way and I support her and what she wants to do, whether I like it or not, whether I agree with it or not, mm-hmm. she has part of this life too. And I need to do everything in my power to make sure that she um, has the opportunity to be successful at whatever it is she wants mm-hmm. to do.
1: Just as she needs to reciprocate to you as well. Correct. Yeah. Because it's a partnership yeah in the relationship so if one piece of that is doing that but the other piece is not the other person isn't then it's no longer a partnership right that's right yeah and so there's bound to be a lot of um you know animosity that grows between and eventually resentment and and it'll just build and build and build until yeah and a lot of people unfortunately end up giving up it you know when that happens instead of sticking it out like
0: yeah You've been married how long?
1: 30 years. 30 years. We had our 30th wedding anniversary June 19th.
0: Nice. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. How many of those years have been blissful, no problem, happy years? The first. (laughs) The whole first year when you don't know anything.
1: We were stupid, young kids, you know. I married I was a child bride, actually. It was an arranged yeah. marriage. Um <laughs> his family got two cows and a goat.
0: Oh my gosh. Just kidding. So t-
1: <laughs> or my family did. I don't know. You know, I, I don't know whether <clears throat> to kidding. take you
0: serious or not. <laughs> I mean you're not like the others. <laughs> One of these things is not like the other and you're like that person. You're not like other people. Hmm. You're not. You're
1: cool. Yeah. So you're no, saying I'm it, unique and individual?
0: I think every I think everybody is unique. Mm-hmm. But I don't think everybody puts it puts the rubber to the road. You're somebody who has put the rubber to the road, which makes you uh, not just a unique person, but a unique success story. Thank you. Yeah, no, it's just look. I just call it the way I see it, and so
1: look out because my daughter's a young adult and she's running her own business already.
0: Is she real? What is she doing?
1: She's an esthetician. Don't you see how lovely my skin is? You know what? I owe it all to her.
0: So my daughter wants to get into that, I mm-hmm. think. One of my daughters wants to get into that. Maybe you think she'd talk to, talk to her and just kind of let her know what it's like?
1: Give her the dirt on it, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's an interesting term, yeah. Mm-hmm. Give her the dirt on it. What does an esthetician do?
1: Um, skin care, waxing, facials, eyelashes. Yeah. I, you know, I mean, so what does she do for me? She does facials for me. Yeah. Um, she waxes Ryan's back for him before vacation.
0: <laughs> you know, I was wondering about the back hair issue.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Women, wives don't like hairy backs. Oh, I'm—I shouldn't speak for all of them. I'm I just gonna say, say I, I don't.
0: I know some dudes.
1: I like a clean cut, clean shave. Yeah. Like.
2: Yeah.
1: I'm okay with like you know a little five o'clock shadow or a goatee or even yeah. a soul patch.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: A soul
1: patch. Yeah. Why do they
0: call it that? That's
1: a good like question. It literally
0: has nothing to do with a soul. I don't know. Maybe some jazz musician had it once or maybe something.
1: Maybe it's where they got kicked in the chin.
0: It could be. Anybody with a soul patch needs to be kicked in the chin. <laughs> you ask me. So <laughs> yeah. Well, I you know, I, I will say this and um I can't imagine what it would be like I mean, I've been there. I can't imagine being stuck ever again
2: mm-hmm.
0: in a marriage where um, you, there's you, there's no room to breathe or move, right. right? And so, man, it is just, it's so good to really talk to you and to hear your story. I Before we go, I do want to hear a little bit about, just again, that transition you were in. You were in a bad place in mm-hmm. You decided through your pain, you found a purpose in your pain, right? I did. And how long ago was that? That you decided I'm going to be a personal trainer.
1: Oh, if I say that, then you'll know how old I am. I know. <laughs> I don't care. Age is just a number. It is just I, a number. I, I was act- just
0: thinking about that today. It is so weird that you said that. I mean, not that it's so profound. No, but it's but true. I just I turned fifty in December, and Congratulations. I've just been. Well, thanks. I guess. <laughs> I, 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 just been thinking about, I think about it every single day. I'm 50, I'm 50, I'm 50, Why? I'm 50. I don't know. I don't know. And so I have this timeline. Okay. Most men live between 70 and 80 years. So I've got, mm-hmm. you know, I've got 20, 30 years left here. What am I going to do? What am I? And there's this enormous amount of pressure I feel of knowing I'm 50 now. And then I was, I was on my way here. It's so weird that you said that. I just thought, so what? So what if you're 50
1: fifty is the new thirty. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take it. When I was thirty nine was when I made the choice to change. Hmm. And that number messed with me. Oh, did it really? 39. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm coming up on forty. Holy crap. You better
0: get serious. I
1: need to get I need to get wrinkle creams and I oh, need this like, and I need gosh, that. Just and I'm like, like my oh wife. my gosh, what did I what I you know? <laughs> yeah. How'd I let myself go? <laughs> and The reality of it was I just was overweight and I needed needed to, you know, make a lifestyle change for the better. But um, so um, I turned 53 this year. And did you really? I did. I
0: thought I was older than you.
1: Uh, Well, you are. (laughs) 49 forever. This one.
0: 49 forever. Yeah. Okay.
1: You stop counting at 49. Why?
0: Why wasn't I told this? I was never told that. I'm telling you now. Okay, well, I'll take it. Okay, I'll take it.
1: Yeah, yeah, fifty-three. So and do and sometimes I look at myself. I'm like, oh, you're definitely looking your age today, honey. Oh my god! And gosh. then you know, I wash my face and and yeah, go out the door and and uh, live my life of helping people and lifting people up and leading yeah. the younger generation towards greatness if I can and yeah. whatever their purpose is. Yeah. that's what you know. The majority of those that I employ, yeah, are a yo- the younger generation. And yeah,
0: I I saw a uh, younger guy that works for you. Mm-hmm. He's um, I don't know what his scheduling or something. He does something. Elijah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's Want such him? a cool guy. Yeah,
1: such Elijah a cool is, guy. He's wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, he's such a good kid. He. Uh, I told you his story about how we met, right? Like he literally uh-huh. like went old school job application. He uh, put on a shirt and tie and. Brought his resume with a cover letter to me. Yeah. I'm like, you had me at cover letter. <laughs> Come on. Are you kidding? Who,
0: wait, who's that guy that leads those, uh, is it jujitsu? Uh huh. What What's his name? He junior, was a nice guy too.
1: Junior Crivolari.
0: Yeah. Junior. Yeah. You hire all kinds of, you have all kinds of cool so people not, at your gym.
1: Yeah. No, so really
0: I, I've been to is. some gyms that the staff are just kind of snobby because they know that they work there. They just kind of have that. I don't know. It's like this arrogance about them.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm like, what?
2: I, I, I just, people. I don't
0: get it. It's like because you have a lanyard or something, you right. think that you're hot. Like this? <laughs> you say, yes, people like you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, but everybody I've met at your gym has just been over the top welcoming mm-hmm. the hospital. Do you train people to be hospitable like that? Or do you just,
1: it's a, like, is there a training a, thing? It's a hiring requirement. So um, okay. if you look at uh, the franchise Dutch Bros. Yeah. Um, who my daughter works for part-time while she's building her business. So mm-hmm. when she went through her hiring process, um, one of the questions in the group interview, mm-hmm. everyone had to go around their room oh, interesting. and say uh, what their spirit animal was. Okay. <laughs> so basically... The key is to talk to people and get them to have a conversation with you mm-hmm. so that you can learn how they interact with people they've never met before. Right. Because that's what you're doing. that's what you're doing. Every day. That's brilliant. But then you also need to know how they're going to build a relationship. Yeah. Right? Because they're also going to be doing that. Yeah. And um, I encourage every single one of my staff during their shift while they're on the clock. Go walk through the gym, talk to people. Yeah, you need to talk to them. You need every time you communicate with someone, you're making a connection, Mm -hmm. and you're making them feel special and seen. Yeah, and and letting them speak and tell you about their vacation they just went on, or their dog, or you know, just those little personal things. You're building that relationship, and you're and you're essentially you could you wouldn't even know it, but you could be helping that one person who has this mental illness that might be on the verge of something really horrible. Yeah, yeah. You're so, exactly
0: right. It it seems on the on the outset, it seems like, God, it's so shallow to walk around and make people feel special and all that. But it really, people who think that way really need to think deeper about the dynamics of that because I'll be honest, there have been times that I've been at the gym and a guy just comments on my shirt. Mm-hmm. I'm a big Oklahoma Sooner fan. Hey man, man, those Sooners are good this year. Da 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 da. He like it was literally just a hello. Hey man, I like your shirt. And for some reason, maybe there's something missing inside of me. I don't know, but for some reason, man, that just made my day. Yeah. It just made my day. I had a guy come over and spot me the other day, and and I don't know this guy. Man, it just made my day. Yeah, there's. There's a guy at the gym where I work out at, and uh, he's this tall, thin guy. He's always smiling. And he walks around. He does exactly what you just said. He, he doesn't interrupt your workout. Right. But, hey, man, hi, good to see you. Good to see you. And he knows me by name. I don't know this guy. But, you know, Cheers had it right. Everybody, You want to go somewhere where everybody, everybody knows, knows your name, you bet. right? Yeah. That may not be a necessity, but I tell you what, if I was going to go – to a restaurant or a coffee shop or whatnot where people knew my name or where people just treated me like robots Mm -hmm. they were just like robotic. I'm going to the place that knows my name because there's a sense of value. And everybody that works at your place, every time I've been at snap fitness, I have always felt like I had been going there for years. Like nobody looks at me and talks to me as if I'm a first time guest.
1: I'm that warms my heart to hear you say that. really about I, my gym. Yeah. I'm not just saying that I, I'm
0: serious. It's that's what I was asking. Is that part of training or you just hire those no, types of people?
1: Just look to hire those types. And one of my uh, employees, my longest long-term employee, Elian mm-hmm. who just left to go, he uh, finished his business degree yeah, and uh, left to help run his family business. Mm-hmm. Um, he was so shy when he came in yeah. and interviewed with me. And I was like, oh, I wonder if we can bring this kid out of his shell, right? Yeah. His, he was so polite, though. that, And I knew that he didn't have a problem with eye contact or yeah. speaking to me. He just, um, he just seemed kind of shy. Mm-hmm. And he talks really fast. And I'd be mm-hmm. like, hey, slow down. I can't understand you, you know? <laughs> just joking around with but yeah he um that he developed a sense of not being shy anymore after mm-hmm. you know 2 years of working for me you can't you're, i'm not going to let you be shy
0: yeah well it it's, it but probably doesn't a, flow with the culture of snap
1: it does not <laughs> not your flow. snap at least no that's for sure and i i love that you use that term that word yeah. culture because that's exactly what what we try to what we're mm-hmm. creating within our four walls yeah. is a a club culture that that makes everyone who's coming through the door feel like family. Yeah. Or at least a really close friend like a BFF, you know.
0: I I've have literally never felt like a stranger or I'm not a member of your gym. Um I'm a member of a of a competing gym. <laughs> <laughs>
1: who's and I'm going to wear mentioned? that
0: I'm going to wear that t-shirt to my to, to my I 100%. I've got no issue with it. Will you take a uh, They're going to look at me weird. Take uh Take a selfie. I will. Oh
1: or an ussy with a friend
0: oh no you know they give me my own locker oh I actually don't give up pay for it but <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh no but uh yeah the culture you've developed over there is just fantastic and so it's okay. interesting because there's a lot of successful businesses out there that have a just have a trash culture they don't care they don't care what the people look like they hire they don't and they just want a warm body that can mm-hmm. perform a very basic function. And so it's so good to see that that's not you, that you, you, you put a lot of thought into who you're hiring you bet. Um, because when you don't it's high turnover, Yes. big time. Yeah.
1: Aliens. Like I said, he was with me for two years. So he, I yeah. hired him maybe a month and a half after we opened our doors. Yeah. And, um, Rachel's been with me from the get go. she, Has been with me. Oh, that long, huh? Well, Rachel actually has been with me. She, I hired her in 2018 to manage the Canby Snap Fitness when I was working for someone else as operations manager for three Snap Fitness locations.
0: So, when you opened your, you came over here to Gresham. You Mm -hmm. poached her from there.
1: I didn't have to. It was COVID. We're both out of jobs.
0: (laughs) All right, so here we are again. First, the putting green. Oh, it was then for the charity. Then the tug of war. Oh, it wasn't my fault. Oh, I didn't you're know. It was for charity. Me, we'll to do to it together next year. We'll rob people together next year. <laughs> and now you didn't poach Rachel. It was COVID's fault.
1: It was COVID's fault. So I actually started writing my business plan during COVID. <laughs> and um, and then the opportunity for the space here in Gresham came up. And when I knew that it was going to come to fruition, yeah. um, I sent Rachel a text. I was like, hey. Why you meet me for lunch? And she was like, all right, where? I'm like, uh, random. Yeah. Meet me at the um, pizza place in Gresham. She's like, okay. So. She, no like,
0: offense. She doesn't look like she eats pizza.
1: Oh. That, She's a
0: bodybuilder. Is that girl, she a bodybuilder
1: or something? This She's girl just, puts groceries down like nobody's business. You really? What, yeah, and she has to to keep all that lean mass. okay. Yeah, the more you have, the more you can eat. Yeah, I guess so. So, so she met me for pizza, and um, I went. I was like, "Wait here, I want to show you something." And I went around the corner, back corner of the building, and I got the key out of the lockbox. And I'm like, "Come and check this out." And I unlocked the door. She's like, "What the heck is going on?" I go, "What do you think?" And she goes, "Was it empty?" Partially, there was still a lot of um, equipment there from the B Fit gym that was there before.
0: Oh, so there was a gym there before.
1: Yeah. Okay. So she walks in. And it was obvious that it was a gym. She's like, what's going on? I was like, this is our new home. And she goes, ours? And I was like, yeah, I'm not doing it without you.
0: So here we are again.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's your choice, Rachel. Not really. It's oh your
2: choice.
1: Gosh. I'd. Re- I. What am I supposed I, to say? I, I'd really I, love for you to come with me, but I'm not poaching you. You're unemployed. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
0: You're something else. You know that?
1: <laughs> I said we that with just a completely expo- straight face, didn't I? <laughs> you did.
0: You did. But I'm just staring at you because.
1: Uh-huh. Waiting for the you, egg to crack.
0: You know what? I think I think we need to do a series of podcasts on how to get crap done your way. <laughs> the Snap Fitness way. Because the, Kim the Kim Hopper way. The Kim Hopper way. I think there might be a ring to that hopper mm. thing. We could probably come up with something. Yeah. All right. I think I've got one or two last questions. Oh, okay. These are going to be fun. Okay. okay. When it comes to gym etiquette, mm-hmm. what is your pet peeve?
1: Do I have to pick one? <laughs> Just Give kidding. us two or three. Um, not wiping down the equipment that you're touching afterwards.
0: Mm-hmm. Amen.
1: Sitting on a machine with your phone in your face and not being courteous to someone who might like to get us a set in while while you're resting. Yes. That's actually probably my number one.
0: You know what? That number one you got up there, you need to lift up that other finger for those guys. There you go. Mm -hmm. That's that guy. That's for that That guy. That is. Is it guys or is it women too? It's male and female. I always always see, I always see guys doing it whenever it's, it's always a guy.
1: No, I see chicks do it too. Really? Yeah.
0: All right. What's another one?
1: Yeah. Um, not cleaning up after yourself. Like if you get something out, come on, you're at a gym, like part of your like re-racking the weights. Yeah. Re-rack your goddamn weights. <laughs> am my at my, at one of our other gyms? You're really passionate about that I one. I <laughs> am. Okay. So I'm going to put, I'm having a, I'm going to have a sign made. Yeah. And I'm going to put it over in the free weights area. And I'm going to say, it'll say, if you're having trouble re-racking your weights, go ask one of the girls at the desk to help you. <laughs>
0: oh my gosh
1: like really that are you leaving 645s on the leg press that (laughs) why 645 plates it happens almost daily jamie does it really yes
0: well it's leg day to pull them off as is arm day
1: yes (laughs) yeah you can't do
0: arms the same day you're doing legs kim
1: it's like be reasonable like you're go- you're going to a gym to exercise. Why do you have to have the upfront parking spot? <laughs> Get a little cardio on your way in the door.
0: <laughs> Park down at Ross. Gosh.
1: Jog over. <laughs> Discount tire. All
0: right. I got to give you one of my pet peeves.
1: Okay, please do.
0: Um and it, it, it it's all the things that you named, but I all, I have an extra one. The extra one for me is in the locker room.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. I have two pet peeves in the locker room. Okay. One. And look, I understand that parents have kids. Okay. I understand that. And I understand that you can't leave them outside the locker room when you're in the locker room. I get that. But one of my pet peeves is when there's a bunch of naked dudes showering and somebody brings like a seven or eight year old girl inside Yeah, I I mean, I I don't know how administered, I'm not going to ask.
1: It will never happen at my gym.
0: I'm not going to, look,
1: we're going to get into
0: other stuff, okay, about locker rooms. Okay, we're not going to get into that. But one of my pet peeves is when they bring kids in. Mm -hmm. And it's not that it's wrong or anything, I understand, but it's still a pet peeve. I don't get angry or anything. I'm just really uncomfortable. The other thing, and this is really old dudes. These are old dudes who do this. In the locker room. In the locker room. And I don't mean to be gross or anything, but the wooden benches where you sit down to change clothes, when you're sweating, you're like off the treadmill. <laughs> and they're, yeah. <laughs> and they're just, they have nothing on. Nothing. Like... And they sit down on these wooden benches. And there's nowhere to set my clothes after they get up and leave. It's just like, are you going to wipe this down? I said that the other day. I said, mm-hmm. Uh, excuse me. Would you mind wiping this down where you were sitting when you were sweaty? Well, this is my. He said, "This is my shower towel." <laughs> I said, "Well, it's dirty now. Would you mind wiping this down?" I, I'm not trying to be a jerk or anything, but would you mind wiping it down? And he says, "Don't you know how long I've been a member here?" <laughs> I'm like,
1: "Seriously?" He pulled the member card.
0: I was like, "Don't you know I've been in prison?" <laughs> like, you really want- <laughs> All right, let's go then. Let's go. No, I, I didn't do that. I didn't do that. Didn't didn't gloves do that. are coming off. But. Yeah, every time okay. I look at those wooden benches now in the locker room, I'm like,
2: mm. like
1: "Gotta walk back out, grab I some sept- spray, a couple papers." Yeah, towels. I mean,
0: where do you put your stuff? So th- those are my two pet peeves. But I'm sure that's never once happened at Snap Fitness. Well, so.
1: the uh, the situation with a, a kid will never happen because I my um, my insurance does my liability insurance doesn't cover anyone under the age of fourteen. Oh, okay. So there you go. So under fourteen I cannot be a member. And, okay. I, and I don't have a childcare facility, so they're just... It, the only way yeah. that they can be there on the premises is if they're enrolled in jiu-jitsu or wrestling. Okay.
0: So it, it kind of just takes care of itself. And if that,
1: that's yeah. the case, um, their parents are not members, but they're bringing them into the child's jujitsu yeah. or wrestling program, staying with them during practice and taking them out. Okay. Yeah.
0: All right. Let me ask you this one last question. One last one. All right. I, I could do I this, this all day with you. One. I know
1: we could. we can say, Well, I'm, it is. I'll, you've I, got a petty to get to though.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to Florida for like a week, I week see. and a half, yeah. So I got to get my pedicure, yeah, my pedicure in because days. I have horrible toes. Have you ever seen Jurassic Park? <laughs> 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 Which one? Do you, do you the first one. It was the first one. It it's so when the raptors are in the kitchen looking for the kids, they're going to eat the little kids. What's that? Oh the, yeah, yeah. That that's my toe. <laughs> I, I was gonna point that out. The raptor where he taps.
1: Yeah, I'm like I know it. Yeah, on
0: the on the yeah. ki, that's my toes. <laughs> that which is why I wear Crocs, because you can't see in the in the Crocs. You know they have holes in them so the animals can breathe. So my feet are the animals themselves. They are they are Velociraptors.
1: You have one more question for me. I
0: have one more question for you. The question is this: the question is, if someone's interested in joining Snap Fitness in Gresham. Or Minnesota, where there's a bazillion of them, or anywhere. How many locations are there um, across the country?
1: So probably close to two thousand locations worldwide. Wow! All franchises, so independently okay. owned by wonderful people like me. Okay, that are passionate about. You can housing. guarantee that. Yes, <laughs> I've met a lot of them myself in person at SnapCon.
0: Uh, okay, now where is yours located?
1: Four hundred Northwest Eastman Parkway. Okay. Right next to PetSmart.
0: And near Ross. And yeah. in their Dick's over uh, there. Dick's Sporting Goods. There? We've got Joanne Fabrics. Joanne Fabrics, Fabric. yeah. Um,
1: Discount Tire. Burger, yeah. Burger King. Oh, yeah. and there's a new um, Cajun Seafood place coming in. Really? Yeah. Where at? Right down where the old schmitza used to be. Really? Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: We've got Mad Cow Brewing. We've got um, the Annex mm-hmm. uh, from Bandit's Bar. Okay. Um a Lego bricks and minifigs place. Nice. Um, yeah, all kinds okay. of. Yeah, things you're stuff. in a root, r-
0: Your location is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. You have a fantastic location. Um, where can people go online to find more about your location or Snap Fitness in yeah. general? Is it just yeah. SnapFitness.com?
1: Just SnapFitness.com. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, that'll take you to a general page where you can put in the zip code or city or whatever. And yeah. Then, yeah, but cool Google's easy. Okay. I really
0: appreciate you coming on. Thanks. I'm, you know, I'm thinking about switching gyms. Really? If my competitor's watching, (laughs) you better step it up a little bit with the locker room, the the old people in the locker room.
1: Tammy, don't quit your other job, your other job. (laughs) Don't quit your other job. I meant your gym.
0: (laughs) Don't quit my other job. (laughs) How rude.
1: Don't quit your day job. First
0: there's the golf tournament. Then there's the tug of war. You're just, you know what?
1: And there, then there was.
0: <laughs> you know what?
1: What is that?
0: This this is going to be for you. Is I it, can get you one. Um, I not, would like to bring you on to talk about conspiracy theories. I'm talking Bigfoot, <laughs> UFOs, uh, <Angel> voting, <laughs> voting. I don't voting. like to get political on air, but it happens. Okay. Mm. Okay. This.
1: I thought that was the cone of silence. I,
0: no, no. This is a tinfoil hat from Josh Hawks. And so um, if anybody out there wants one, all you got to do is comment below. Give me your address. We're going to send you one signed by Josh. And um, no, but if you're interested in joining Snap Fitness, more about it, more about it. This is the one you want to go to. Go to this Snap Fitness. You heard this lady. She is amazing, period. I really appreciate you coming on. It's been fun. I appreciate you. Yeah. You come back? Sure. Cool deal. We'll bring you back with like Kirsten and some other people. Yeah, I know. We got to
1: be... Like, that'll be fun.
0: I know it's going to be a lot of fun. Talk I about appreciate talk, ca- talk about gritty. What happened to your dog?
1: She napping.
0: Oh, she's napping. She's napping. She right, had cool.
1: a rough day at the salon.
0: She had oh did she oh oh rough day at the yes. salon.
1: Yeah. All
0: right. Thank you, <laughs> Thanks, Kim. Thanks, Jamie. You are the best. No, oh, you are. No, you know I, I do what I can. Do you want to argue about it? Not really. Okay. Uh, we're done.